Welcome to Living Clean and Dirty, the story of a family dragged into a healthy living by the lady of the house. That's me, but just because I started living clean doesn't mean I stopped being filthy. Welcome to another edition of Living Clean and Dirty. Wait, stop. Welcome to the Google Autocorrect podcast, where tonight's focus is John Stamps, or to you and me, John Stamos. I hate Google Autocorrect. It's the fucking worst. It's the worst. I can't fucking write anything. I have to type cunt like four times in order to make it work. You know what my favorite part is, though? <laughs> oh, boy. You're going to love this one. Oh, God. So hang on, everybody, this, hold on. It's not Google. Kids, go to bed. It's not the Google, but I text such filthy profanity so much that now to who all the time to who your mom. So that's not nice. It's gotten to the point where it no longer autocorrects my shit. It has given up. It's given up. It's, it's like, like it's like she all, meant motherfucker. It's like all those jokes. That, that's my mom. It's like all those jokes about about oh you know my the 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 good angel on my shoulder just quit. I, I'm telling you, when I text, I can text whatever profanity I want. It no longer autocorrects. Kids, stay off of mom's computer. So, if you've been listening, Herbert, or not, Herbert is our one listener. Um, we are running through the top. Ten commandments. The Jesus. The top ten. The the top ten step commandments that I would give my daughters on my dying deathbed, as opposed to your other. I'm really gonna make it deathbed. Dun dun dun. Murder. Murder. So. That's for Allison and Brian, who also don't listen to this podcast. No, but they're really good friends of ours, but we know they don't listen. So, again, I'm just going to recap. My daughter and I watched a TV show. and uh, not, Again, not Knight Rider. And, um, and the adult character was taking care of her mom, who was dying. And when she went to go to the window... Her mom died, and right before, her mom was giving her all sorts of advice, like, um, it's just the same piece of advice I keep on talking about, but it was the last thing she said was, you know, make sure that you find a man who loves you more than you do. Was this murder she wrote? And my daughter and I were watching it together. Seriously, I don't know how anybody in any of those towns, oh, like God. when Jessica Lansbury showed up. God, I'm sorry, Herbert. I, I don't I know why do any one of them just didn't say, fuck, I must be wearing the red shirt. Like, Angel, and Angel, leave. Angela, Lamb- Angela Lansbury just rolled into our town. Property uh, yeah, values yeah. just dropped. Yeah, Time to seriously, move. somebody's going to die. So, um, it got, it got me thinking uh, with my daughter, what would be the pieces of advice that I would want her to know um, before I died. The first one being? Grateful universe. Very good. That's and, right. And, and make sure at least once a day you think of something that you're grateful for. Just okay. to recap. Sure. The, that the you're second, grateful for because you can't be grateful eh. and upset or angry or depressed at the same time. And 
one thing that you ask for the universe because I think that I'm a huge believer of what you put out in the universe is what you're going to get back. So if you're a positive person and you put out positive vibes, you'll get that back. Negative, you're up Shit's Creek. You said put out twice. <laughs> put out. The second commandment is don't let anybody, including yourself, tell you what you can and you cannot do. Now, we are on the third installment. And it, it, that was, I'm just going to just reiterate your, your recap of the, of the second 10-step commandment. That was, the, that was a quote from John Locke mm -hmm. from Lost when he was about to go down under to the to the walkabout or in his case the rollabout because, because he, was he, was, in a wheelchair. he was in a wheelchair and they were like sir you can't you can't this is a the travel agent this is this is a it's a, it's a rigorous terrain and you know we just we don't we don't feel that we don't feel that you're a proper candidate and you know for for this trip and he said don't tell me what i can't do right and there was it's very inspiring very inspiring to to a lot of people and this ended up being the guy who was a slave to a button for a season so you know you take that one with a grain of salt so we move on to the third one which i struggle with now as an adult woman and not farting in public <laughs> no that's i just let loose you fail i just fail <laughs> i just don't with care. that that's why you no, have no, kids no. and a dog. You're like, oh, I'm really sorry. That was my kid. No, that's when you just let loose in an elevator and you turn to the person next to you and you're like, you're disgusting. Ew. Um, no, no, no. That my, that piece of advice would be like, fart and then blame the person next to you. Um, Tune in to a later episode <laughs> when we go into much more graphic detail about that. No. This is something that I absolutely, I'm 46 years old and I struggle with and I did not realize. You're 46? <laughs> I know, I look like 20. I'm 31. I didn't, oops. I didn't realize that I did this until I met Mark. You leave the seat up when you're done peeing. I did not realize how much oh, in god. life oh no i know where this is going you do not oh my god you cannot know is this the interrupting no oh my god oh my oh, god, my god. I'm wrong you I'm know what finally wrong seriously that's an awesome one and it falls under the interrupting tune in to later installments no you know what on my deathbed i don't think that it's a very good piece of advice don't get me wrong i'm a terrible interrupter and all you have to do is listen to these podcasts to know Wait, that what uh, yeah so you know you know, uh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, how yeah. i know because because you know this is this is the joke and this actually made me lol this is actually the joke that my my i almost said nine-year-old my 10-year-old told me yesterday oh knock knock who's there the interrupting dog. The interrupting <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst. I interrupt everybody, everybody. including Mark. But but I'm, I'm, I I apologize. This apparently is not the interrupting podcast. This is no 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 no. And although that is a really excellent um, piece of advice, like I said on my deathbed, I don't think that I would say to my girls, "Oh, by the way, try not to interrupt people." Well, especially with the breathing machine, it would be very difficult. Yeah, I just I don't I don't think that's. Are, are you done talking? Or were you breathing? You it's, can't breathe and talk. It's one of those really good pieces. It's it's not that good of a piece of advice. 
That is. And another thing. What? Don't interrupt. So, but. I was talking. But you're not wrong. You're actually on the same vein, I must say. This is something I have. I come from a family of talkers. Mm-hmm. We love to talk. Oh my God. All we do is talk. And we are all members of the Know It All Society. The I'm Right Society. Totally. Um, me, not so much. But No, I'll give you that. A little you, bit. Not so a little much. bit. A little bit. I, I will say. Yeah. But um, stop, you're disgusting. What? You're so gross. You know that? Herbert? You smell that? That's, yeah. That's you're nine Amstels. So, and maybe some bacon. The best way I could say this to convey what my piece of advice is. I'm a member of the (laughs) drawn out (laughs) society. I need a drink. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is this a part where I vamp? My best piece of advice. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know what I was done. The number. I'm sorry. Please continue. Is it? <laughs> I did. I just, <laughs> please. I didn't want to interrupt. Now these so, ten. So you just go. <laughs> the ten pieces of advice, by the way, are in no uh, order of importance, but this is probably up there to the top. This piece of advice is something that my husband has taught me, and we try to teach our daughters. But we just don't describe it in this manner. But the best way I can describe it is... See, I was about to make it sexual until you included the kids. This piece of advice is shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up for two seconds. That is my best piece of advice. And I'll tell you why. My my husband says it all the time. It's starting to move. What do you always say? About talking and listening. It's harder to do with a gag ball in your mouth. Nope, that's not it. You will learn more by listening than you will by talking. Everything that you say, you already know. But if you stop and you listen, you have the opportunity to learn something new. That's it. That's it. And I'm not a smart man, Jenna. <laughs> But God damn it, if that's not the truth. It is made my list because... Well, thank you, Flower. I, that's very nice that I made your list. It has... And, and, a, and a, high, a high ranking on your list, This too. is a very high ranking. This is something I used to... I am very flattered. You have great titties. I swear I struggle. It's just because I'm doing the podcast without a shirt on. I... Put your elbows behind your back again. I, I love just... That I don't think you can do it. This is not something that I would have ever come to had I not met Mark. There are so many times now where, first of all, I have this problem, especially when I'm nervous, and Mark knows because An- he's seen it. Anal leakage? I... That's just such a terrible thing. And I can't believe you, you laugh at your own jokes. I do, because those are two words that go together, like walrus porn. Yeah. And... And, and military intelligence. Yeah. Um, anal leakage. So, um, this... Oh my God, this, can I title this not anal leakage? Yes, you can. This is something that um, I'm coming to to now. And oh, so what I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, 
Um, That's number seven. Is that... You're so I'm sorry, mean. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. My shirt's off too. That's why she's getting distracted. There go the pants. No, so I think I get very nervous. And what I tend to do is... There's, there's, two, there's a couple of things here. I get very nervous... And I, I just ramble on and on. You tend to fill this. You have a need to fill the silence. That's the second. I'm uncomfortable with silence, and I tend to fill it. So instead of just letting the silence be, I come up with some weird shit to say that just even I'm like. <clears throat> there are so many times <clears throat> that I'm just you rambling. Are, you are babble without the tower. And I say to myself while I'm babbling. Shut the fuck up. Oh my God. Why can't you shut the fuck up? Just shut up. And so that I oh tell... Oh my God. Then what do they say? No, it's it's my internal chatter, That's honey. Okay. Yeah. And so what the best advice that I'm going to give my daughters, and my daughters, by the way, <clears throat> both of them suffer from this trait because we can sit there and listen to Emma. She goes on and on and on and literally we will turn to each other and mouth like, oh my God, shut the fuck up. Like... It's just unbelievable how she goes on. And we constantly tell her now, when you're speaking, it's just to convey whatever you know and that you learn more. She will answer things. She'll talk about things that she doesn't know shit about. She'll make shit up. She makes shit up. She'll make up stats. But she made up stats the other day in the car. Like, there was no reason where literally she told me the percentage of people and she of, of a certain thing and she made the fucking percentage up that I literally had to turn to her and go where'd you get that number from and she's like I don't know I made it up like it's just to talk and so I feel, I feel like five percent of people are named Jeff I, what? I, I swear what? to god she comes up with shit like that all the time all the time he's not even kidding five percent of the people are named Jeff like what the fuck where'd you get that from I don't know I just I just feel it that's what she tells me I just feel it just feel it okay so, Why don't you feel yourself into a little bit of silence? We we are constantly, I think this is the greatest if piece of advice. If you can just stop and listen. First of all, people want to be hurt. You, yeah, that was the dog that got off. Dog. You can hear a whole dog. Tick-tack, yeah. Tick-tack. Um, people want to be heard. People love to speak about themselves. People love the sound of their own voice. They love it. They don't give a shit what they're saying. They love it, which is why in job interviews, I always turn around at the end. Oh, when they have a question, I always say something like, when did you come to this company? When People just want to hear themselves speak. They want to know somebody's interested in them. Almost as if they would start a podcast. Right. And so one or two people can listen to the sound of their voice. Either way. So, but I... I'm a big talker. Check, check, check. It's not that you're a talker. It's that I love to listen to you talk. And you make a lot of sense when you talk. But the problem is... The problem is, sometimes, you will get to the point... It's like you don't know this punctuation. Like, okay, I've said my... I've said what I wanted to say. It It is a complete sentence. There's a period at the end. And now there's silence. And now nobody else is talking. And then you're like, okay, now I have to, no one's talking. So I have to take the initiative and I have to just start talking. Be like, hey, 
you know, you know that, you know, Einstein had, you know. Ten penises. In a box <laughs> under his bed. It, something like that. Just in our world, in our world of constant communication, of over-communication, where, where, you know, in business, you know, people say you have to over-communicate. You have to make sure that people understand and you have to communicate, communicate, communicate. But communication doesn't necessarily mean just blabbing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean just saying shit for the sake of saying shit. Say something and then be comfortable. This It's just like a relationship. It's Ellen and I, will we will sit in the car together, just ourselves on those rare occasions, and we will enjoy the silence. We'll enjoy the silence together because most people are afraid of the silence. Because it's like, if there's silence, it's like, is the other person upset? Is the other person mad at me? Does the other person think I'm an idiot? Is the other person thinking, why aren't they saying anything? It's, it's not that. People are afraid of silence and just, you know, just of a pause in between words. And we try to teach our kids, that's okay. That's okay. Say what you have to say, and then just give the other person or people time to digest it. Don't just keep hammering on them and hammering on them with just words and noise and sound. I, th I think also, I agree with everything you're saying. But? I think I do something that's worse. Threats. I No. I think that I feel the need to constantly convey. I convey a lot of times. Okay, so Mark and I have this joke. It's called the USA joke. Mark will talk about something. I used to work for a company called USA. So um, Mark will say something, and for me to say to him, instead of saying, I understand what you're saying. I hear you. I will then tell a story about myself. And invariably, it was when I worked for this company. And so Mark once, you know, after drinking and he felt comfortable enough, he once said to me, stop fucking doing that. You're fucking turning everything back around on you. It's always about a story about you. It's you, 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 you. And what I was really doing was conveying a similar story and even though even sometimes it's not similar I try to make it similar because what I'm trying to do is say she, she was trying I to, relate to you she was trying to be empathetic right so instead of listening to a story and saying that's horrible or I understand or I hear you I would say oh my god so this one time when I used to work at USA that's a something very similar happened to me right when I was working at USA and now it happened over the course of two days, and I'm going to tell you the story in, in real, real time. time. I was like, well, I'm going to have to get beer. So, but he, he doesn't want to hear my story. He just wants to be hurt. <clears throat> and what I do is... And, and held. And kind of, maybe a blowjob. In, in your mouth. Yeah, but it, maybe a blowjob here and there. Or, or heard. By the way, my USA stories would be fantastic if I could tell them while blowing them. It would be... When I was in... 
<laughs> so, but what I'm saying is, <coughs> I sometimes <coughs> will listen to somebody. <laughs> Stop it. I'm sorry. I will sometimes listen to somebody's story and I wait until they finish only to retell my own version of something similar. I don't know who doesn't love that. And it's me just trying to say. I understand that. But the thing and is. I always, I have always, but people, always understood that. This is what my girls need to know. Mark may understand it because, because he knows me. Because I know me. you. But what it comes off as is, okay, now let's talk about me. Right. Let's, let's, let's. And this has taken, by the way, many years for me to figure out. 100%. Let's 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 just let's just give a let's just give a, a microcosm example. Let's just say let's just say, so you know our darling daughter Emma. So let's say she has a friend named Jen, and Jen comes to her and says, you know, I have I have this problem. You know, uh, these these boys at school, you know, they tease me and they make fun of my hair, or, you know, whatever, whatever, my clothes, whatever, whatever the case is, and then. So it's almost like one of those choose your own adventures. So Emma could either say, A, I'm really sorry that happened. I think you have lovely hair and lovely clothes, and I'm really glad that you're my friend. And that's as far as me, I'm pointing to myself, me being a boy, as far as I understand, that's really what someone wants to hear. Whereas if we, if we went the Ellen route, no offense. None taken. We went the Ellen route. Then it would be like, oh, well, you know what? That sucks. You know, remember that time? You know, there was a time, this guy, Jeff, he was in the school, and he made fun of me. And here's what I did, and here's what I said to him, and here's what I told him. And then I went back, and I told my mom, and my mom called him up, and then my dad <laughs> went over and set his mom's car on fire, and then, and then they, and then, and then... Parker went over and fucked their cat, and it was. And we all and, worked in and, USA. And, and, and this is, and then I went back and I told my friends at USA, and they were like, "Oh my god, that's the best! We're gonna make it a TV show." And that's how Night Rider started. So, so it's it's very it's that's so it's, true. It's, it's, a, that's actually I swear not to god. how Night Rider started. I know, no, no, but I gotta tell you, <clears throat> that's exactly what I'm but talking that's exactly about. What happens? But listen, listen. Many, many years ago, I'm, I'm huge. Me personally, I'm huge. This is Mark talking, by the way. If you can't tell the difference in the voices, it, I'm huge into audiobooks, and I love all my books on tape. And I used to take Especially long drives. Porn. Only if it's only if it's like like full cast. If it's like the same guy doing all the voices, <laughs> then it gets really fucking weird. <laughs> And it's like, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Put the gag ball in. It's just, it's not the same. It's not the same. That's two gag ball references. So, I, I listened to, I listened to two, two different, two different books on tape. One was uh, a I man's myself. a man. No, it was a man's guide to a multiple orgasm. It was, you know. It, We'll talk about that later on. But uh, the other one was Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus. And it, it, it said a very, very, it told me a very important thing that I yeah. think is really important for everybody. It was, you know, men try yeah. to be solvers. Yep. We fix try it. to solver. I read the book. To, we he, try to fix. he listened to the audio book. <clears throat> I read the book, but you're absolutely right. We try, we try to fix things. And I've, I've, I don't mean to veer way off topic, but. I have found this to be true. 
throughout many facets of, of my yes. life. Whether it's my wife, whether it's my kids, whether it's for female coworkers or female friends or, or you know, anything like that. It's, do you remember what the female version is, though? Men are fixers, but what do women do? Deal with it. Put up with them. So um, you have a man and a woman, and they tell a story. <clears throat> a man at the end tries to fix it. He's a problem solver. <clears throat> females, it's why females talk to other females. They simply just want somebody to go, that sucks. They just want a listening partner, you know? What I, what I pulled away from it was... After after a horrific story, after you know, Ellen comes back and tells me this horrific story of everything. Instead of saying, "Okay, you know what you need to do," or "You know what you you should have done," or you know, it's it's I'm I'm really sorry that that happened to you, mm-hmm. and I want you to know that I appreciate you and I love you. Yep. I feel like you need a hug, which it took a couple of times, but I realized that's not the right way to deal with a coworker. No, no, it's usually no. not. Carrie, I know you're not listening. And again, I'm sorry that was inappropriate. Yeah. But but to get to get back to to what you're to what you're saying, one hundred percent, it every single day I try to I try to delicately hammer into my kids' heads every time I start talking about something. And mine. And you it only took twelve plus years. Yeah. And you, I was a fast uh, learner, though. That's why uh, you have to stop. Sorry. You're disgusting. I am. Dis- well, you're in now. I mean, what are you going to do? But even even tonight, tonight, I can picture myself standing in the kitchen. I'm burning my hand on some hot pot, and and Emma's trying to tell me something, and I respond, and she starts telling me some fucked up, whacked out story, and I said, "Listen," I said, "Every time you talk." She's like, I'm saying things that I already know. I said, yes. I said, but what and what happens when you listen? She says, I have the chance to learn something new. I said, that's right. So every time dad says, ow, oh my God, my arm is on fire, you have the chance to learn something new. Don't touch that pot while it's on the stove. Yep. That's, that's. That's my lesson to the kids. Pay attention. Pay attention because every time you talk, it's only you. When you listen, that's when you you really get everybody else. That's Mark's delicate way. Mostly I just want to say to them, and I can't wait until they're older because I can't do it now, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. I feel like they're old enough. No, not yet. But when they do... Well, then I have to apologize for last week. I have to tell you, Mark will turn to me and he'll say to me, Hey, Al, shut the fuck up. I love you, but shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. And if your pants happen to fall off, that's okay. Yeah. So, my third piece of advice is shut the fuck up. Now, this is a good piece of advice to all my kids, to both of them. But this is a good piece of advice to all my listeners. Because... <laughs> all your loud, rowdy listeners. My one. Because, again... Herbert! you, baby! So, I want you to know that I'm... If you see me on the street and we're talking and stuff, and I'm listening to you, I'm not. I'm just making pretend I'm listening to you, and I'm thinking of all the stories I could tell about me. But 
I, I'm working very hard and I think this is a very important lifelong lesson because honestly, you really can, Mark. Mark is right. I don't say this very often. Oh God, it's moving again. I don't, but I can you, only get so hard. If you just stay quiet, even at a dinner party, I think of all the, not that I want to all How many dinner, dinner parties, parties are we I going to? But even when I go out with friends or whatever, if I what just... What friends? I, I don't. There's like it, four people. But if I did go out with friends... Going out with friends does not mean walking the dog. Okay, but even when I do walk the dog and I meet other people... Who? Strangers. Strangers on the street. Oh, great. This ought to be good. If you just listen to what people say... Get away from me. Then... Your dog bit me. You can learn... A lot more. I'm already married. So, <laughs> that ends. This concludes our third installment of the ten... Step. Commandments. Jesus. That I would tell my kids if I was on my deathbed. When this goes into audiobook, you know how I'm going to have narrate this. Oh, B.D. Wong. He narrates everything. He, narrates he everything. does narrate everything. I was going to say the Hoff, but I, I suppose I suppose B.D. Wong would be okay, too. He, the Hoff could do your section, and B.D. Wong could do mine. It is multicast. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening, and I know that you are just excited to hear the fourth installment of the four pe fourth piece of advice that I would give my kids on my dying deathbed. And thank you for listening to Living Clean and Dirty. And in the meantime, shut the fuck up. Bye. That's going to do it for us today, but I promise you, the filth continues on Twitter and Facebook. Also, check out our website, livingcleananddirty.com. Like us, follow us, stalk us, and subscribe to us so you'll be in the know when a new article or podcast drops to give you your daily dose of dirty. And always remember, every time you listen, there's a little bit more of me in you.